All right, welcome, 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 everyone. Just uh, get. Uh, I like that. There you go. There we go. I should have did that before we came on, but anyway, welcome everybody. If you're watching us on YouTube or uh, at the uh, War Media page on Twitter, I appreciate you. Back at it for another NFL season, another football season, uh, doing my Sunday night special shows. And I'm very glad to have two uh, cool guests, two friends on with me to talk. I, this time I look to do it every week. I did too many of these last year where I was just by myself talking, and I don't like that. I want to feed <laughs> off other energies and stuff and get other people's opinions with this stuff. And, of course, that includes – uh, y'all watching online or on your phone, however you're watching, you know, uh, feel free to join the conversation with us. As you see, we're, we're opening the season, opening the, with the Bears talk. We're doing NFL talk, all types. So we might even do some other sports talk because I've been just going back and forth watching like three, four different sports all day. Like it's been a great weekend. Uh, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Lakina. Like there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on. I'm just watching. Medvedev win the yeah. U.S. Open, like that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, that. I mean, you could tell that. I think you could tell that Djokovic kind of just ran out of gas. He can kind of like yeah. just didn't have the legs. But but look, Medvedev. You know, remember he lost a couple of years ago, and he, you know, the crowd. You know, he actually commanded the crowd to not like him. But now, but they were cheering for him today, so that yeah, was great. They, to were, see. I, I, they reminded me of that on the broadcast. I was like, oh yeah, that was that dude. Yeah, yeah that was him. Yeah. He's come a long way from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been, he's, yeah. he's wanted he's wanted to win the win his first Grand Slam, so and he got it. So good for him. Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. There's a lot of cool sports stuff. We got our man Ryan joining Ryan. us as well. Ryan, hello, hello. Hey. When Ryan's involved, you know we getting down on some football stuff. So just uh, you know, we just got on live, Ryan. So we you know just introducing everything bringing the show back this year and uh you know ryan's definitely gonna be a part of the show for you know weeks at a time i want you know i think all you guys i think i i'm i want you to you know be recurring uh guests with me on this because you know lakina you know a lot about football of course and gabe you know i don't want to put no pressure on you but you're kind of my wild card man because you know i know you got a lot of opinions on the bears and you know, you're not you know, you're not my experience. So I want I want you to I want you to speak to really speak for the fan because you know me, Ryan and 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 Lakina, we you know we we can be sort of measured in what we say, but you know I know you're gonna say what you're gonna say. Yeah, I, I know that you guys are all like into the numbers and really like go into the analytics, and I feel like I'm more of just like the the fan who watches and just sees just trash play and can call it out. But you guys can like go into like, here's why this didn't work. Um, so yeah, I, and, I, and I respect the, uh, your guys' talents to do that as well. Uh, obviously I, I'm more spread thin trying to like cover music stuff, but I, you know, I, 
I, I remember as a kid, I used to watch Sports Center and like uh, George Michael's Sports Machine, and really get into like watching the games more closely. And as an adult, it just seems like I'm a little bit more for, further distance. But today's been a great day for games. The the Browns Chiefs game that's still ongoing has been amazing, and I'm so happy to see the the Packers get squashed today by right. the uh, by the. <laughs> so it's been a good day. I, 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 I want I want to get it. I want to get into all man. And, and you know, yeah, this this second half of the of the day, these afternoon games have been interesting. Cleveland, oh, you know, great. Cleveland KC game. Cleveland really jumped out on that game, but. You know, we get another example today of just how hard it is to contain Kansas City for a whole 60 minutes. And You mean the Golden like, State Warriors? Yeah, right. The Golden State Warriors <laughs> in football. Or those, or, those, or, or those old Miami Heat teams with LeBron and Bosh yeah. and D-Way. You know, you exactly. use that same form. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah uh, you know, this is like they're throwing alley-oops on you when they score touchdowns. Right. It's, bomb, it's, it's bomb, crazy. Bomb. Comes, comes yeah, away, but, yeah. But I, uh, you know, but let's let's get into let's get into you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bear stuff, of course, in the second half of the half. We'll we'll be here till the top of the hour, but uh, you know, we'll start to get into the Bears preview stuff. But you know, with the Packers, I want to gauge just how, what type of fan you are. I think Gabe, you sort of gave it away a little bit with with what you said. But the, does the Packers getting washed like they are right now in Jacksonville against New Orleans? Does it? Does it make does it make it so that the Bears' result doesn't matter today, or is it just a li- matter a little less? Or are you just are you going to be you know, is it, or does it not factor at all? Basically, are you happy regardless of how the Bears do, just knowing that the Packers may suck again? Uh, is that to me? Yeah, you can start it off. I'm, I want to oh, okay, cool. Listen, I don't know if the NFC North or Central has started all 0-1. All the teams have lost the first week, so this may be new ground that we're breaking. But I think it also just tells how awful this division can really be. Uh, the, the Lions got squashed, or they looked really bad, and they came back late. And then the Vikings yeah. gave up a game that they could have won uh, late. Uh, they field goal in the fourth quarter, and they could have and they fumbled in overtime. So they could have won as well. And then the, what the Packers losing – and the, I think the Bears are going to lose tonight as well. So I, this division is up for grabs. I don't think it feels good to see that the, that any team from the North or the Central have lost it or that gives any credence to what the Bears are doing. But I think it's just it's just bad all around. It's going to be a lot of bad football this year for, for our division. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the other teams, you know, because I may have more of, of what the Germans call schadenfreude for Detroit than I even have for Green Bay, but I love to see Green Bay lose, of course. And uh, Minnesota, you know, uh, you know they they came, you no, know, they was they should have lost that game pretty easy against Cincinnati. They came back, forced it the whole time. Damn, there was a tie. I think that there's a weird stat yep. that uh, uh, about it being the first game in NFL history to actually end at zero zero in overtime with a tie score, but the field goal was at the buzzer. So that's why Cincinnati huh. winds up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, you know, of course, the, the type of freaky thing that would happen in a Cincinnati, uh, Minnesota game. But, uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing beats seeing the Packers lose. <laughs> like they've been losing today. And it may, I don't, I don't know it. You know, week one, a lot of different things, a lot of weird things happen in week one in the NFL. 
you know, I don't know if this is going to signal the downfall of this current Packers team. We already know that, you know, Rodgers is kind of one foot out the door and he's sort of just doing this season as a favor <laughs> in some ways. But, you know, I, it, you know, you you still think you still think that because of his talent and his abilities and a lot of the talents around him that Green Bay could still coast to maybe win at least winning the NFC North. But if if there's really a you know a, a chemistry issue here, if these people really can't stand each other up there, we know Devontae Adams is is not uh, negotiating his extension anymore up there either. There's a lot of there's there's a potentially a lot of uh, combustible elements up there in Green Bay. Ryan, I want to throw this to you. You know, do you think that it's possible that we could be seeing uh, uh, Green Bay sinking right away here? Um, I guess there's a possibility. I I don't like overreacting too much week one because I feel like, you know, it's anything happens kind of week one and the preseason, so many guys just barely play. And then you get a whole game. It's it's kind of like – there's no reason to feel bad about yourself at this point in time. And after about a month of games, I think that's when we start kind of noticing who's going to be good or not. I would still lean that the Packers are going to be good overall. I I mean, Aaron Rodgers responds to controversy, but you kind of wonder maybe a little bit, is he trying to force his way out? Maybe this is part of a plan. I don't know. Like you could see anything, I guess, happen. But what I take away maybe most from that game is, you know, the Bears, we probably don't feel good about them winning the North, but we're thinking maybe a wild card. But you look out West, you know, San Francisco's pretty good, or at least we think that they are. We think the Rams are going to win, I think, potentially amongst this group. And just kind of public opinion overall is going to probably be looking at this Rams team with Matt Stafford and Sean McVay as being a wild card potential or winner. And then we got Russell Wilson in Seattle. And now I guess you got the Saints with Jameis Winston if if this is real. Because yeah. I think we kind of looked at the Saints as a team that just completely fell off. And if you're the Bears or you're hoping that the Bears make the playoffs, it, it might be a little bit more difficult winning a wild card seeing what the Saints are doing today because that defense is legit. It's just can Jameis Winston get that offense, you know, at a level or Drew Brees kind of level like they were. And Sean Payton, I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder to show like, hey, I can do this with any quarterback, too. I don't just need Drew Brees. Yeah, Lakina, I talked on your show with uh, UNC Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago about, uh, you know, what was going on in New Orleans. And, you know, we sort of gave our well wishes to to Jameis. And he he seems to be heartened by, uh, you know, the positivity around him right now, having that job now. you know, what'd you think of his performance today? Like, he's not not big, big numbers, but – they hadn't turned over the ball, you know. Of course, that's what everybody worry about him the most, and you know, <laughs> he's just he's let that team to a big win, an easy win. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, there were guys, you know, Alvin Kamara kind of like led the charge and the kind of lobby for to get the job, you know, for Winston. So, you know, Peyton finally listened and look, he looked really good. I mean, not. You know, he wasn't, you know, dazzling, you know, he didn't have like the big numbers, but you know, no interceptions, he didn't make any big mistakes. So that's what you want if you're I mean, if you're the uh, if you're the Saints, so you know, threw for five touchdowns, really didn't have to do too much. So that that's all because you, know, you had you know your running backs did did a lot of the work for you. So I'm look, I'm like Ryan. I mean, week one, I mean, okay, you know, I know people already Bills fans are already freaking out about you because they right. lost to the Steelers. You know, people are already freaking out about mm-hmm. that and. You know, I think you just got to wait a few few games. I mean, look, as for the Packers, let's remember, Aaron Rodgers did not play a single preseason 
the preseason game. And also remember, you know, with the, all that drama with the OTAs and, you know, and things like that. So I, I just think that you got to give him a couple of games, kind of get into a rhythm. And he just wasn't in the rhythm tonight. So, you know, I just think that let, let's kind of like just, you know, save the overreactions. I know that's what makes football fun, obviously. But, you know, let, let's just, you know, kind of like take it, you know, take that a couple of notches and let's just, you know, you know, we can we can analyze everything after probably maybe like by the time we get to early October, I guess. <laughs> That that said, yeah, it, it, you know, we we can do that for thirty one teams, but I think the one team, at least here in town, we're gonna have a hard time doing that with tonight <laughs> uh, after tonight. But uh, you know, uh, you know, talking about the Bears, you know, let's let's, let's get some of the negative stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just want I, you know, let's get the negative stuff out of the way, even though at the end. I'm going to ask you for your scores, and that may bring up some more negativity, your predictions. But, you know, what I want to know right now is what, is what is the one thing that sticks out for you, your biggest worry heading into uh, tonight's game for uh, for the Bears? I got one if nobody else. I got plenty. I, I, oh, I got plenty, too. <laughs> I got plenty, too. <laughs> like, I think we're all going to agree on the same if, ones, though. I think one yeah. is the whole line. If there may be some overlap, I'm sure, but yeah, what you know, what, Gabe, Gabe, you want to start off? Just what's, what's the one thing that's sticking at you the most? I, 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 I think obviously we're going to see um, the offensive challenges that we're all expecting to see to see how the how Nagy's play calling comes out the gate and what kind of things they're going to do to try to get the run game uh, involved more this year. But I think what most gave me a lot of concern during the preseason was just seeing how easy, uh, how easy the um, preseason teams were just eating up the Bears' defense. And uh, and I know that we didn't have a lot of the starters in there, and we're expecting um, what uh, what's uh, who, who's the the nose tackle that uh, Eddie Goldman's going to be Gold, out huh? today? Yeah. yeah. So I my my uh, I think the thing that we need to keep an eye on is that just how well or how how stout this Bears defense is going to be, but then it's going to be the flip side too. Is like how much uh, work is the offense going to be doing to get make sure that the defense gets a, a a plenty of breaks or time to you know recollect itself. And I think that's something we're going to have to keep an eye on because if there's a bunch of three and outs uh, early in the first quarter, they're going to gas this Bears defense and it's going to be all downhill from uh, there on out. So that's the things that I'm keeping an eye on today. And Ryan, what about you? Yeah, I mean, definitely Gabe hit all of it on the head, but particularly is the secondary for me. I, I'm not a big Duke Shelley fan. I'm very uh, hesitant about Kendall Vildor and how good he's going to be. Overall, um, I think Sean McVay is going to really challenge them, and then it's going to be up to that pass rush. Can they get there in time? But, you know, if the corners can't cover it all and guys open right away, it's going to be a, a struggle all game. They only have four uh, unless they promoted someone from the uh, – or I'm sorry, they signed someone to the to the roster, so they got probably five guys, but more of a special team around that fifth guy. So I'm very worried about that part particularly. Gotcha. Lakina? We covered the secondary right for me, but I'll, I'll I'll do another one. How about that O line? I'm I'm I do not trust the O line. I mean, Peters was fishing just about this time last month, and it's gonna take him a while to kind of you know get his legs going again. And look, they got you know Jermaine Fetty, probably like the one like decent O line guy that they have. You know, he's you know coming back from injury, 
And also to, you know, not having Eddie Goldman there. I think he's kind of like the guy that sort of like helps facilitate stuff for Khalil Mack. And also, mm. and also, you know, and also, Trevay's not there either. And this Bears defense overall is a year older, so I, I'm a little concerned. I mean, you know, Gabe just said, "Do you trust you know, Kendall Vidner? Vitter? I mean, do you, do you trust him to kind of be, <laughs> pick up the slack? You know, can Jalen Johnson show a little bit of that flash that we saw early last year in his rookie season? So there, there are like a laundry list of concerns for the Bears tonight. I, I can't even trust myself to say Kendall Vidner's name right. I, I, it's I, it's, I, it's hard. It's pretty hard. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm, yeah. Hopefully, he I, gives us reason to pronounce it right. right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, right. Ryan. That's fair. Al, maybe Al Michaels can teach us all tonight to say it in oh, a professional tone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with you guys on all that, man. The, you know, the offensive line, of course, we know that the issues all you know all off season. They you know they thought they had a future you know, left tackle locked in and Tevin Jenkins, but, you know, that's his debut was being delayed because of his back. And, uh, you know, that causes everything sort of fumbles down from there, you know, with, you know, who's going where, you know, there's still questions about, you know, like Mustafer, is he going to be effective in the center position? You know, is Daniels in the right position? You know, uh, yeah, it, there's a lot that's, that's going on. And, of course, you know, they bring in old man Peters and, you know, like <laughs> he may not be fishing, but, you know, he, he's going to put in some work. So we got to hope for a lot from a guy who we know has has played the game well, has played the position well, but is he up for it at this point in his career? So I'm definitely with y'all there. And, and like you say, I just been so disappointed in the way that the Bears and, – and this was what – this was once the case with the line. They they marginally improved the line in the past year, but before the past year, they were the line. The offensive line really was like the centerpiece for me of all of of my this grunt my this my distaste for the way for the team building that uh, Matt uh, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace more so has done. They 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 fixate on certain positions. And they completely, you know, uh, ignore certain other positions. And now we're seeing that with uh, the defensive backfield, where you have an unproved, you have certainly an unproven person who's going to be starting as your second cornerback, and you you're not going to have much better coming out of your nickelback position either. So it's two important positions back there, and you're going against a, a Rams team that's going to be throwing the ball uh, pretty confidently with an you know, an all-pro worthy quarterback there. They 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 got to be as confident as they've been in their quarterback position uh, since you know uh, Sean McVay's been the coach. Now, uh, you know, Ryan has wrote effectively about that. Uh, just plug his fourth and goals right quick. You can read that on War Ready our Substack page. Uh, just search War Ready Substack. You get that. And um, yeah, so. I'm, I'm, yeah. It, I'm really scared that the, the the Bears are just gonna have too few uh, six shooters in their holster uh, going against a team that's gonna be really ready to uh, throw the ball, extend the defense downfield, and and I don't know if they're gonna be up for it. But and you know, with all that said, I want to throw the fact out there too that though know, the Bears can struggle in some of these showcase games, you know, I, I, I'm. That we're seeing them in a in a week open 
uh, scenario here again. It, it wasn't too long ago, two years to be exact, where they were in this position comparatively. They played the Thursday night game against the Packers. That was the first game after the double doink. And there was a lot of, you know, of course, a lot in the air regarding how the Bears would follow that up. Would, are they, would they, you know, they were number one defense in the league in 2018. How would they come back in 2019? Would they be contenders again? And they complete, they came into that game against Green Bay and scored three points. You know, they only gave up 10, but it was as a week. It was sort of the complete opposite of what we saw this Thursday, uh, this past Thursday with Dallas and Tampa Bay as far as compelling openers go. So, you know, I'm, I'm worried that the Bears, of course, can lay an egg again on national TV. They, they kind of routinely done that on these NBC games. Um, some of them. They've, they've come up on some too, but, you know, they've had some bad uh, Sunday night games in the past. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll see well, what, that that, what, what does this mean, though? Like so, you know, you you were talking, and I know because I don't follow it as closely. But the the offensive line has been an ongoing nagging issue for years, and something that we've just never been able yeah. to solidify. There's been moments where, uh, you know, Nagy has kind of been able to uh, either use the the pass uh, to extend the run game with sort of a West Coast, uh, you know formula but just sort of detecting quarterback has been an issue going on but why why is the, the bears not made this a number one priority i know we had the, the the rookie who had the the back surgery why is this something that we just feel like every year we go into the season just not having a solid plan of like what our offensive line is going to look like i'll let me say something right quick uh I, it's it's a matter of like i say investment and i don't i we haven't really got a clear answer from the, you know, the media hasn't really got a clear answer and, and you know, the, the team willingly isn't giving this any answer, but they just, I, I don't know. It seems like they just have blind spots in the way, but I think when, when you have such an obvious uh, issue in the, in the quarterback, which, you know, all the oxygen of the bears in the team building sort of goes in the quarterback, you know, and now, you know, that's one of the lucky things about having Justin Fields now. We don't have to worry so much about that in the in going forward. But so much of the, the team building with this with the Bears has centered around quarterback itself and you know how to rectify that. They don't think about the fact that just about every great quarterback has a great offensive line in front of them. And you to have a great offensive line, you have to either spend money on free agents, or you have to draft guys in the first and second round who are franchise guys. You know, it's particularly at left tackle and uh, you know, you know, right guard. A lot of times, you get some some guys who can stay 10, 15 years and really get your money's worth. But they don't they don't have the savviness to do that as a as a front office. It seems and right, right, really right. to their detriment. Like you say, Gabe, for years we've been having these issues. They haven't had. A, a formidable offensive line in years. And, you know, Tevin Jenkins, like I said, he's the guy who's being looked at now as the future of that line, as the future anchor, but he has a bad back. It's always, it's one step forward, two steps back, always with this team. You know? I mean, for me, uh, Gabe, it's pretty simple. It's philosophy. I mean, 
Brian Pace, he runs the football operations. And I think that's true. Maybe Ted Phillips and George McCaskey get involved somewhat, but I think it's not a pretty basic, common, low level that many owners have across the league where, you know, they're going to have to sign off on free agents and trades and things like that to know where the budget's uh, ultimately going to be. And that's really what it is. I mean, when you take over that position as president of football ops, which with whatever organization, you have a philosophy of how you think you're going to win football games and win a Super Bowl, and you got to cut up that salary cap into a pie, and that's what you invest across your team, and you kind of have an idea of situations that you're going to have to deal with, like emergencies. So for the Bears, they've really cheaped out on the They don't invest draft picks, at least high draft picks on them. Uh, second round is pretty high for Ryan Pace when he goes offensive line, if he does it all. I mean, he even said, uh, what, after 2019 that they need to get more help on the offensive line. They got two seventh rounders. I mean, not the ideal time to get offensive linemen. And then you look at the free agents they brought in. I mean, they've just, they've gone on potential. Jermaine Effetti, they brought in to be a guard. That's That was their plan mm. because he's mm-hmm. not a good tackle with Seattle. So they want to bring him in at guard, and they thought he could be a pro bowler at guard. But now because of the need at right tackle, he's a cheap fix. That's what they've gone at the position, especially guys that are durable or at least cheap, like Bobby Massey, Charles Leno. Maybe they're uh, like Charles Leno. I, I don't really understand the let go. But, you know, guys that are just middle of the pack and that they're hoping can just be good enough as a group. So they're, they're gambling a lot on that offensive line. And we'll see if it pays off. I mean, if they can get enough out of Jason Peters, the interior looks okay. Um, Mustafer, I'm a little bit concerned about, but, you know, we'll see how he does tonight, especially with Aaron Donald. We'll get a really good idea. So, uh, unfortunately for the offensive line, it's just not a priority. So that's why the Bears really haven't invested. And, and Ryan, just to, well, I said, just to jump on that, uh, Lakita, I'm uh-huh. uh, I think too. I think they've been a little arrogant in the last couple of years with the co- in regards to them thinking that their coaching would overcome the talent, the lack of talent, or, or what, like you know Castillo and and you know the guys that they've brought in to work with the line, well-regarded guys, but they can't make those guys gel in the way that I think they they thought that they would make those make whatever. Uh, disparate pieces they have fit together as a great five-man group over time. And it, it, it just hasn't been the case outside of maybe a few games in the late part last year where they were playing some sucky teams. But, you know, like I say, they just haven't put together a consistent uh, offensive line play at any point. Kyle, don't forget, Ryan Pace said Juan Castillo, one of the greatest talent <laughs> Uh, developers in all the NFL, and he was on the yeah. street when they picked him up, not even in the league. That's how much they believe in this guy to figure out the offensive line. When you're when you are expecting coaches to be the savior, oof, that's dangerous. Uh, maybe Bill Belichick is the one coach that's kind of gotten away with that, but that's Bill Belichick. That's not Ryan Pace. You were uh, a little out of your bridges right there. Exactly. Well, also to remember, they they thought that they had their guy in Devin Jenkins, but you know it turns out that he has back problems, and that's actually been a thing since he was at Oklahoma State. But you know, like I said, Peters was fishing a few weeks back. I mean, it just shows you that they don't they thought that maybe the coach can make up for the lack of talent. That hasn't been the case. So 
that's why, you know, the offensive line is the way it's always been. So, again, this is where a lot of folks are concerned that, you know, this whole line, especially when you're going to be facing guys like Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd, who has, you know, found his, you know, who has, you know, for some reasons now is, you know, one of the top, you know, tackles in the <laughs> defensive ends in the NFL. So, got his money. Yeah, so, I'm who not else. So, who would have thought? So, I mean, you know, you're going to be facing – look, the Bears are going to be facing some very tough teams this first part of the schedule. I mean, that, that Cincy team next year has a pretty good defense. That's not a gimme. So, I think they need to kind of, like, you know, show what, what, what they have early on. And if, if not, if they're still going to gonna stink like they've been doing, this is going to be a long season for the Bears. Right. Uh, but, uh, before we – you know, we'll close out, of course, with more on the Bears and Rams. Uh, but I, I want to get back into – some of the league-wide stuff, you know, getting to you guys' opinions on uh, week one overall uh, today. It's been a pretty interesting game, a pretty interesting day, slate of games overall. The the Cleveland-KC game just wrapped up. KC winds up, uh, winds up taking that. Uh, you know, what, what, you know, you guys got any particular thoughts on that game? I think Cleveland, you know, showed itself to – I guess don't be a, a a worthy team or a team that's ready to play, but they still got some issues. And you know, of course, KC, like I said, is is like trying to take uh, the ball out of Steph's hands in uh, in in twenty sixteen. Like they're doing whatever they want right now. So I don't know any particular thoughts on that game or or any other games that we uh, that you know we've observed today. Uh, I, I'll, I'll jump on that, the, the Chiefs-Browns game, because I watched a lot of it. Uh, I think it goes back to what Reggie Miller said during the last dance about championship pedigree, and it's just that the Browns are just a very upstart team, and the Chiefs are championship pedigree, and they know how to close out games. And, uh, and I think the Browns are going to figure it out, but they have a ton of potential that they're going to be super dangerous this year. And I like that team a lot, and I'm really look, I'm hoping for their success because uh, that city definitely needs it. Um, but uh, also, I, I was really impressed with um, uh, Tua and Miami. I caught the first half of that Miami-New England game. He looked really strong, looked really good, made some really good decisions, used his legs. So I'm glad that uh, uh, he showed some uh, showed some spark on that game. Do we have a final on that? Uh, Miami, and held Matt on. Miami held on. They held on? Uh, Max Jones was pretty good too now. Oh, wow, that was a close one. Uh, and Mac Jones looked pretty good too. So those are uh, some 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 things that I saw that were really interesting to me today. Okay. Uh, for um, me, I, go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh no, 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 go, uh, no, go ahead, Ryan. No, after you. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess for me, I like. I'll start with Dallas. I was pretty impressed with Dallas overall. How they played Thursday night. True. I yes. think that uh, I picked them to win the East, and I feel pretty good about that overall. And um, I like what you said, Gabe, about Miami. They impressed me, especially Tua, his decision-making, how he kind of looked. And uh, I wouldn't be too worried about only putting up 17 points. I mean, Bill Belichick usually dominates quarterbacks under 24. Like, it's that that epic stat that he just, like, never, ever loses against young quarterbacks. He really gets in their head, makes them see things that they don't even know what they're seeing. And uh, you have to be exposed to it a little bit before you can really start beating him at, uh, you know, the pre-snap type stuff. Uh, I also was just shocked that Green Bay got got beat down so much. Like we've already talked about that, but the Saints as a wild card team, that's impressive. 
and uh, you know the Cardinals. I'll say that Cardinals look really good, yeah. but I don't know. Uh, I, I'm expecting the Cliff Kingsbury fire to start at any point, and if they can get past that, or if Cliff has maybe developed as a head coach, they're definitely a threat out there. Even though that division is crazy tough, and you can even throw San Francisco in there if you want to. Yeah. You talk about the West. Seattle was uh, pretty strong. At uh at uh in at Indy today, so that I'm, I'm sure they like seeing that uh you know the con not only just winning but getting really uh, classic contributions from uh from Russell Wilson, you know, especially after this off season where he was seeming disgruntled and everything, and they've had issues with the offensive line as well. But go ahead, King. Yeah, that's a pretty good Indy team that they beat to Seattle. So they actually looked really mm-hmm. impressive. I was actually surprised by the the Arizona score. I mean, I, I guess my own judgment, I actually picked Tennessee because they were at home and the whole, like, Arizona traveling cross-coaching thing. I mean, Kyle, Mur- Kyle Murray looked really good. Four touchdown passes. He ran for a touchdown. Chandler Jones, five sacks by himself. Like, oh, give wow. that man, yeah, give that man whatever he wants. <laughs> you know? yeah. so he's going to be the last year. That's a statement right there. Yeah, right. Those are I mean, just, numbers he, right he must have, he must have saw TJ Watt get paid and it was like yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, San, San Fran. I mean, they almost lost that game though. I mean, but luckily for them, they were playing Detroit, so <laughs> they were able to. I mean, Sissy, like I said, Sissy looked really good. Um, I was just surprised by that Green Bay score. I mean, just the fact that you know the Saints just dominated from the word go and. I don't know. I mean, look, could it be that maybe Rogers is just rusty or maybe everybody's sort of lackadaisical and this is sort of like really the last dance for a lot of these guys. So I don't know, but Dev looked really good. I mean, I see that um, I have the Fox, you know, Fox broadcast on right now. They're, they're interviewing Teddy Bridgewater had two touchdowns. You know, he looked really good, but um, unfortunately, you know, they may lose Jerry Judy for some weeks because, you know, he busted his ankle pretty badly. But uh, yeah, I mean, those are sort of like my my you know my kind of synopsis, you know, some of my surprising early impressions. But again, you know, you just don't know. I mean, like I said, by like I said, by early October, you'll probably see like who's really the the contenders and the pretenders. But you know, it's always good to have these sort of old reactions in week one. <laughs> I, I want to go back that's to that's Detroit. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Dave. Well, uh, just I think the overreaction comes from going 0-2 and just kind of what that means and what that energy means. If you get out the gate with a slow start, oh, yeah. that the rest yeah. of your season is probably not going to eat into a playoff berth. So, and I, kinda, and I think that, yeah, it's easy for us to say, like, oh, yeah, there's a little bit of overreaction. But, being in, but if you're in these locker rooms and you lose the first game or games that you had a chance to win either with Cleveland or Minnesota – or, or even with New England, these close games that they could have got out to a 1-0 start, and then if next week they drop their seconds of the game and go into that old two-hole. I think it was like I, – I don't know if the stat still holds, but I think the, the 93 Cowboys were the last team to go 0-2 and win the, win the Super, get a Super Bowl berth. So I don't uh, – it's, it's pretty much lighting the tone for the, what the rest of the next 15 weeks is going to look like. So these games are really important, and I think that's why people are so excited about uh, what, what's happening. Well, if you say 15 weeks, now it's 16 weeks, Gabe. Mm-hmm. You gotta, yeah, you you're right. I thought I had math right there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> it, but no, 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 it's, it's fine. But that's the that, that's the thing I was going to bring up in the 16-game era. Yeah, the going go starting out on two was a death mark uh, for, you know, for playoff success. And 
now, you know, you we do have this extra game now, so maybe that'll change things a little bit, but it's still not something you want to do. It's not the mark of a of a necessarily good team or a team that is where it wants to be uh, at the beginning of the season to to go on to. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but yeah, but I want to, I want to go uh looking at uh the Detroit San Francisco game right quick. It's, it's interesting to me the quarterback play in that game cuz you know, you had Garoppolo in there. He gets a 300-yard game, and he was he's one of the guys who, you know, everybody, you know, of course we know the, the whole dynamic here in Chicago. You have certain guys who are on hot seats for the quarterback position, and, you know, people want to see these young guys uh, come in and take jobs now. Justin Fields in, in Chicago's case, and, of course, Trey Lance, uh, the case up there in San Francisco. But, uh, you know, Garoppolo, uh, you know, seemingly asserting himself – and he, you know, had a pretty good game and had a had a uh, you know picks up a win. Eventually, Detroit, you know, we talk about Detroit. Detroit's going to Detroit, but golf had a a pretty uh, standout game. They really leaned on him quite a bit through the air. He threw he threw the ball fifty seven times. Uh, you know, had thirty eight completions, wow. but uh, three hundred thirty eight yards, three touchdowns, and, and one interception. So you know, I think for golf, he may be looking like look. I'm, you know, I may not win a lot here in Detroit, but I'm going to eat statistically. You know, uh, definitely uh, uh, Matthew Stafford could tell him what, what's that, what that's like. So, uh, you know, it, 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 may be, it may be a dangerous, you know, it, Detroit could be one of those teams maybe who is going to be a danger in some, some level week to week, but, you know, not really taken too seriously. But they're going to have – it seems like they have uh, – a quarterback that they can uh, lean on once again, and not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, you know, not they put up points, you know, at, in the end, at the end of games. Well, they take after their coach Dan Campbell. I think going to be okay. Yeah. I think they are going to cause some some problems for some teams. So, it, I, I think. Look, I like Detroit. The fact that they didn't like you know fall in, you know fall into a field position after they got upset hugely. They almost ended up. They kept you know, scratching and clawing their way back and actually made it pretty respectable. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Detroit will definitely you know, cause some teams some issues. Right. Now, what what about uh, Houston? I mean, okay, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's a rookie, remember? Mm. You know, he had three interceptions, which is a typical, typical rookie. You know, look, a lot of – look, guys who end up being Hall of Famers had bad rookie seasons. For, you know, some of them did. So, I wouldn't worry too much if you're a Jaguars fan, but Houston, look, no one's really expecting anything from Houston. They're in first place in the AFC South right now. So you can take that for what it's worth. Tyrod Taylor gets to showcase his abilities now with, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson on the sideline. Uh, There was a report I saw today about uh, Houston pretty much resigning to not playing him this year. So it's it's, it's very likely that – that job is indefinitely uh, Taylor's down there, and uh, you know he he like I say he showed up today. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure about the stats, but you know he used to put up some good numbers there, and uh, yeah, it, it, it may be a, a changing of the guard there, or, or at least the transitioning that you know some people want to see. Uh, you know some what's uh, what's the guy uh, we we talked about him the other day, Ryan. Uh, the court, the, the offensive coordinator everybody's into now. Um, for who again? I'm sorry. God, 
What's uh, what's the off of, uh, Buffalo's offensive coordinator? Oh, um, Brian Dable. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people talking about him maybe going to Houston after this year. But although you know Buffalo, let, let's talk about that, that that game right quick. You know what? Uh, after, did y'all keep up with that with Buffalo and uh, yeah. Pittsburgh? Like that was pretty interesting game because you got. Buffalo, who was a real – I was really impressed by them when I saw them here uh, in, in preseason, you know, as impressed as you could be by preseason game. But they looked like a team that was really, you know, in a good place and positive and everything. Uh, but uh, – and, and they looked that way through a lot of this game here today against Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh showed art. They came back in uh, late and took over that game. Uh, you know, and, I mean, any particular thoughts on that one? I think Pittsburgh uh, feels like feels like they have a chip on their shoulder after what happened last year. I think that's probably they kind of. I know they they know folks are saying that well, this is the end of the line for them. You know, Big Ben is probably gonna be the last season for him in Pittsburgh. So, and look, I think they look like they played like as a team that had their backs against the wall, and so that's why they we saw it saw it you know earlier this afternoon. So I mean, look, they had a a, a block punt for a touchdown that kind of you know blew the, blew the game open for them. And look, I'm not worried about Buffalo. I think. They have to realize now that they're not they're not the hunter anymore. They're, they're not the hunters anymore. They're the hunted. People are going to be going for them. So I think I'm not worried about Buffalo now. If this is going to be like if, if Pittsburgh is going to be kind of like one of the contenders in the AFC North, probably because that that division is also pretty competitive. So I, you know, like I said, I'm not worried about Buffalo. Not not right now. I mean, I'm not I'm not like freaking out like okay they lost the game. Oh my god, they're they're terrible. They're not going to end up winning the division. So I'm not worried. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Right, you got anything on that one? Uh, no, not particularly. I, I'm with Lakendria. I think uh, when you talk about just week one upsets kind of thing, we'll see if there's more of a trend. Um, the Buffalo, they're pretty talented. We saw that first yeah, they are. preseason game. They are, definitely. definitely. But uh, like I say, these type of things you can see sometimes in week one. You get peaks of things, but you know you can't really make wholesale decisions yet. But uh, I just saw they just showed a freaky stat on on Fox. Uh, you know, uh, Jameis is the first quarterback to get five touchdowns in the game and not have 150 yards passing. Like that's <laughs> like what is that, man? Come on, I, I don't I don't get that. How did he do that? I, I'm looking at yeah, Elaine, the short <laughs> short fields. I guess he, he benefited yeah, from you know, I mean, short fields. That's probably the only explanation. I got yeah, to look back at a replay of that on, on NFL Network because I was as I was flipping back between you know, them those games, the White Sox game, and all type of stuff. So I was I was doing a lot of flicking today, but yeah, that I mean that's that's the type of thing though that you got to worry about. New Orleans. It's, New Orleans is great; they got to win today. Definitely should be a lot of confidence building for them, but you know you get you get sort of in that fluky area when you have stats like that. Like when you go against a team that's more you know assured of itself, or you know just simply with more defensive talent or something, you know more determined determination, you know than Green Bay may have right now. I don't know, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, like I say, I'm rooting for no. I'm rooting for New Orleans. You know, we, you know, we definitely rooting for the city of New Orleans in the wake of, of uh, you know, the hurricane and everything. And uh, 
you know, and I'm rooting for for Jameis. So you know, hopefully, hopefully they will. This is the start of something uh, big for them. But uh, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird stat right there. Man. <laughs> what what I didn't I even realize that. I didn't even realize that the Saints were playing outdoors today, and it just struck me. What is the status yeah. of the Super Bowl on Superdome? I didn't even know that it wasn't accessible. That that was kind of like news to me. I just don't know if I missed that. But like, does anyone know yeah, like, what yeah. the status of their return? There's a that was a report this week that it may be ready for week four. Oh, uh, so wow. yeah, so they're gonna. I think they may have another game that they have. I'm not. I have to look at the schedule. They may have another game that they have to play outside of New Orleans. But yeah, they moved it to Jacksonville because you know the, nothing's ready there yet at the uh, the Superdome and everything. So yeah, it's, well, the, it's, next, well the, the next two road, next two games are on the road, so that's probably next two games why. Are on the road? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They play the Panthers. Panthers and the Patriots. So yeah, that's okay, why. Yeah, yeah, week four. So that it'll be ready. It should be ready in time for. You know, the, the the first actual home game. Yeah, I think because of precedent, the NFL probably stays away. No, they 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 may give them some opening week games, but they they don't try to overload home games on them with it's still hurricane season. Because you know, you know, for obvious reasons. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we we coming up, man. Within ten minutes of uh, uh seven o'clock, nine we're six fifty one uh, right now. So, you know, we're going to sign off, at the, like I said, at the top of the hour. Really appreciate you guys coming on and uh, making this first uh, week of conversation a good one here, Sunday Night Special, as we're going to be back every week. Uh, we're going to be doing this at a regular time at 9 o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, that's going to be a regular time. It's only doing this because of the uh, the Sunday night game. You know, I'm not I, – I, we ain't going to be doing nothing at 9 o'clock but watching the game. Hopefully – I it won't be. Hopefully, we won't be grounded in our sorrow. But nine o'clock is going to be. We're bracing. We're bracing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Might be. Might be an early night. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> but with, with, folks. with that said, yeah. <laughs> with that said, uh, why don't you give me give me your final? If, if you got a final score, uh, you know, let, let me let me have it. What you think about tonight? I will go 24-20 Rams. Um, the Bears' defense comes up with um, several takeaways that result in points. Uh, special teams somehow helps out the offense get into the Rams' um, side of the field, and they get some field goals out of it. But I don't expect this offense to do much uh, to travel the ball. It's going to be some sort of quirky circumstance of the, the Bears taking away returning it. And getting setting up the offense for easy points, but that's what I think is going to happen. Twenty four twenty Rams. That's pretty fair. Lakina, <laughs> mm -hmm. hey, how about you? Okay, I'll I'll go twenty four seventeen Rams. I think the Bears will do just enough to keep it close, but I think the the Rams are the more talented team. I think they're on a mission this year. Since the Super Bowl is going to be in their home new new stadium, SoFi Stadium, so I think they're going to feed off that motivation. So that's why. Although I think the Bears will keep it close, I don't. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Well, like some people are saying that it is. So I say, I say, twenty four seventeen Rams. Okay. I like Gabe and Lakina's picks. I'm gonna go ultra optimistic though. How about a uh, thirty twenty seven Bears? 
I don't think that that's yeah, actually going to happen. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. My, uh, <laughs> shot. I'm taking the flyer. I'm taking the flyer. I'm riding with your optimist. I'm riding with you. I'm not ready to be pessimistic yet. Yes. Oh, that's yes, part of the yes. fun. That's the fun part. You gotta be pessimistic. Yes, that's the fun. Hopes, that's part of the fun. Well, it, it's like yeah, when you, uh, you get like Neapolitan ice cream, like you want a little bit of it all. Like <laughs> the bears, it's like you're just getting straight one. You're not getting any of the other flavors. And that's <laughs> right. I, I wanna kinda wait on it just a little bit. The bears are like Neapolitan ice cream if somebody dug out the chocolate and and right. uh, strawberry and just left right. you the vanilla. Uh, the vanilla and the vanilla. <laughs> nice analogy. That's yeah. a good analogy, Kyle. I'm, I'm, I'm going you, with the bear. Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you go in the books, you know, the, the Bears beat the, the world championship Dallas Cowboys on uh, week one in 96. So stranger things have happened. Uh, so we'll see. And I'm just kind of thinking like week one madness you know even if they let's say i was right that doesn't mean anything it, the bears are so everything's fixed they could win the day and lose by three touchdowns to cincinnati next week man. You know, I mean, you know. <laughs> which could happen which could happen at three touchdowns because that Cincinnati team's actually pretty good so <laughs> yeah next if week's we gonna pretend, be a piece of the game if we pretend that i'm right for just a second hypothetical world and it's because Justin Fields came in for whatever reason and led them to that victory. That might be the only stipulation where we're like, wow, okay, hold on about this season. I, I wanted to get into that before. I know that I know that's something that NBC wants. They want madness. Oh, yeah. They, of course. They want, of course. They want somehow for Fields to come into this game. Right. So I, I, what, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to happen myself. You know, if if any of you had a percentage that you would give it, you know, you got any numbers you want to throw out there? The percentage that because it, you know, if the Bears are playing well enough, they're not going to let them in. Something weird or you know horrible would have to happen, like an injury or something. I would think. Yeah, for I him, think to see him tonight. Yeah, I I don't but, think it, it would be because of play. I I think. Maybe Matt Nagy would be tempted if it was looking like the Mitch Trubisky offense all over again or the Nick Foles offense where, you know, dink and dunk, a lot of punts, a few turnovers, a lot of sloppiness, penalties. Like, if that's happening, there's a chance he could come in. I highly doubt it for week one. If there's an injury, I mean, that that would be the ultimate, like, the best way, I guess, if you will, without sounding like, cruel to Andy Dalton, but that would be the best way yeah. for Justin Fields to get in the game. Unless, and I do think that there is a chance that they're going to have a package of plays for him, kind of like what we saw with Trey Lance yeah. in San Francisco. So it doesn't mean that maybe he only comes in for a few plays, but he, those could be very effective plays, potentially. That might be the only, I think that, the, that might be the only way you'll probably see him is probably the fact that they will, I, I read somewhere that they do have like a handful of packages, you know, for field so that might be the only way you'll probably see him you know if, if Aaron Donald's not chasing him around which do you know, if don't feel bad if he gets sacked like three or four times because he does that to a lot of people but that's I think that's I would say maybe 20 maybe 15 20 percent chance we'll probably see him but only in the form of you know blitz you know zone offense packages and those type of things I, I think it would be the best and worst thing to happen to Nagy because if it gives us it gives the Bears an offensive chance to actually score points, but also tomorrow if they should win under Justin Fields, 
just the just the conversation that he would have to answer for, which I know he's not ready to do yet, and that's just going to cause a lot of issues. I don't think he wants that drama. Right, because so again, <laughs> overstating things, if, if Fields somehow, if the Bears won the game because of Fields somehow today, yeah, uh, imagine what the back pages would look like on oh, you know, Oh, gosh. Kool-Aid would be a flowing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it would be a waterfall of Kool-Aid. Yeah, Nagy yeah. does not want that. Just about, oh, just imagine sports radio tomorrow if that happens. Oh, like, right, people will right. be, like, all lines will be and... ringing. That's a, yeah. that's a, statues, that's statues a producer's dream the right there. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just do phone yeah. lines all day. We don't even need guests. Just let people react. dream. Oh, man. But we'll, we'll see. I, I want the best to win because I need. Mean, I need to pick me up on on my on my uh, draftings betting because I got screwed on a nice parlay earlier. Uh, those those damn Titans, those damn Titans had me go <laughs> under when I, I bet the over on the Titans in in Arizona, but I missed by a field goal. Freaking oh. Titans couldn't score. Oh gosh! But you know, yeah, that's one thing we should say too. You know. You know, take care of yourself, people. Don't 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 become uh, uh you know what what they call degenerate gamblers because they say like sixty <laughs> percent. They only like sixty like percent more betting on football this year because you know so many states are allowing it now. And you know, I'm already a degenerate, so you don't worry about me. But, you know, I don't want to see any of y'all getting turned out if you don't know yes. how to handle you know these type of things. Here's an extra tip. Don't ever bet on the Bears. If you're a Bears <laughs> exactly. Take, take the opposite. Don't take have. the opposite. I'm, I'm already too far gone. I bet on the Bears. No, you I, can't you know, even do the opposite because when you think it's the opposite, they come through. That's why I think that there's a chance they could win tonight because it's just like everybody's giving them no chance. But when you give them a shot, you're like, hey, maybe they can earn it, our respect, our, you know, our, our belief in them, and then they just lay in it. Look, I need look at East Stafford. Look at East Stafford to have a, a big game tonight because uh, I have him my my fantasy team and you know the guy I'm going against. Got, I think it's got, coming. Got a, yeah, got a fifty point yeah, you know, yeah. from the Bucks defense, so that was already in the hole by Friday, by Friday morning. So I need I need to kind of catch up because I got the Ravens playing even, defense tomorrow. So I'm not even gonna go into my fantasy, man. My my fantasy was ruined. I had I had a Tampa Bay defense and I got minus three points for them. From yeah. Thursday, man. So I, I got to a whole. Yeah, Patty style. Mahomes and Tyreek Hill put me in. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they have that. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the Tyreek man again, again, just crazy numbers, man. That, that's yeah. That's that's. It's fun to watch those. How about Darnell Mooney do that tonight? Can we yeah. get that? Yeah, sure. That. Why not? How about Debo yeah, Samuel? Just slightly under. What uh, Tyreek yeah. Hill did today. They're not too far from Disneyland, aren't they? Right. Maybe, maybe <laughs> but is anyway. that the thing with this Bears team? Like, we just got to see them make some big plays for once. Like, that would let you know this thing's kind of going in the right direction. That lets you know that things have changed, right. definitely. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm going to let y'all go. Let's, let's, let's prepare. We still, I guess we got about 15, 20 minutes for kickoff. Uh, I said, again, again, thanks to everybody who hung out with us. 
If you're watching this uh, on the replay tip on YouTube, make sure to check us out live. It'll be nine o'clock next week. Uh, you know, we'll be after, well after uh, the home opener game against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, uh, I have, I have, I have some of my, I'll try to have some new friends too. But I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm a ro rotate throughout the year, but definitely Gabe, Latina, I want you guys to come back and uh, you know uh, talk some more. Oh yeah, for sure. you know for. Uh, uh, yeah, Absolutely. Weeks. Yeah, so appreciate. Uh, well, and uh, of course, you know, uh, plug your stuff. You know, all, all you guys are busy people, so plug your stuff before we go. Well, you can catch me and my buddy Sydney Brown, Sid the Kid Brown, on Second City Sports. You know, tomorrow and Friday, every Monday and Friday, at from noon to two p.m. Central Standard Time on Sports Zone Chicago. They got Sports Zone Chicago app. They also have a YouTube page as well as a Facebook page so check that out or you can always you know catch the replays you know if they're they're right there on the pages so if you miss it you know we won't we won't hold it against you but the, the, the shows are right there so you're no, watch, watch them live though watch them live they'll have everything you want uh in, in response to this game tonight and everything it's so much better live though so yeah I'm probably I'm probably gonna be doing a lot of you know snarkiness tomorrow so <laughs> tune in for that <laughs> snarky Monday yeah don't say that, Lakina. Positivity. I have to be pessimistic, Brian. That's, that's part of my personality. You know that. Uh, <laughs> Gay, what about you, man? Uh, hopefully, the, the, hopefully the stream will hold while I do this. Um, uh, Weekend at Gabe's every Tuesday and Thursday night on Twitch. Uh, Weekend Gabe, just keyword search. Uh, the Tuesday, we have Roman. Tell us a wonderful Chicago scene. Just put out the new record, Spaces. We're going to be talking with him about that. And then we're going to be talking with... Uh, um, R&B spoken performer Rita J. She record. We're gonna be talking about her on Thursday, and we should have a comedian also joining us for Thursday Thunnies. And then we are gonna be off the next week. So I am looking forward to this last week before we hit break. So uh, join us Tuesday night on Twitch. We can get game. Always this guest before I want to get him. I want to get Rita J. Too. I, that new record is gonna be tight. Her and her and Neek. Shout out to Rita J. and Neek. Uh, you can catch myself and Kenneth Davis on that Davis show. We are on YouTube and all the, the social medias, as well as all your podcast favorite destinations, uh, that Davis show. And then uh, I'll be writing fourth and goal series for Kyle. Kyle, my friend, fourth and goal. And you'll be handling the three now. Yeah, so read us uh, on, uh, like I say, War Ready on Substack. Uh, appreciate all the follows and any uh, you know, anything you want to, you know, uh, uh, constructive criticism. Appreciate that. Any hating gets you thrown out the door. But uh, no, for now though, you know, we just gonna, uh, like I say, get into this game. Let y'all uh, get get your get your prep final preparations on. Whatever drink you need to sit next to you, uh, whatever stacks you need, you know, do Oof. your thing. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll all survive this one with our wits intact. But uh, it's go time, Bears! Another season. Yeah, let's see it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, like I said, Sunday night special each Sunday. Come hang out with your boy, uh, War Media at War Media on uh, Twitter, IG, uh, search War Media on Facebook as well, and of course. Uh, YouTube, all our videos and stuff on there. Follow us, anchor.fm. 
uh, slash that slash War Media for our podcast, including Lakina and including uh, uh, that Davis show with Ryan. So uh, much love, everybody. Enjoy the game. And uh, yeah, that's it for now. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks, all. Thanks, guys.